Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Double Dip edition of the Ladder House Bible Enrichment Hour, hosted by Granny's Place. Tonight, I would like to give a shout out to our host, um, our sponsors, Miss Beverly Beasley of the First Free Will Baptist Church, and her pastor, uh, Elder Terry. I'd like to give a shout-out to my uh, husband, Minister Joel Lewis, and all of those that will be tuning in tonight and uh, coming forth to listen to Dr. Carter. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us this Tuesday, September the 12th, 2017. We're very grateful to have you. We thank God for you, and we hope that your day has been very, very, very good. And um, and we thank you for listening in to hear about what God has to tell us tonight. And also we want to give a shout-out to Pastor uh, Dr. Shelton Carter, founder of the Great and Anointed Ministry, The Ladder House. We're so happy to be able to host his show, his, uh, host him this evening. Uh, we've had our New Day call, which is every Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. Central Time, I'm sorry, 6 a.m. Pacific Time and uh, 8 a.m. Central Time. The number is um, 605-475-4730. The access code is 937-429. You can join us Monday through Friday for the New Day Call. We will be more than glad to have you to come and share with us uh, as we share and fellowship and listen to the word of God coming from Dr. Carter. Our founder and overseer is none other than the Dr. S.D. Carter. We are here at the Letter House keep our man of God covered by praying for him daily. Yes, weekends too. We have set aside... We have set aside a special prayer time of the day, 5.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. That means at whatever time zone you are in, someone is praying for our man of God and our awesome network. For more information about this wonderful network, opportunities, comments, prayer requests, Bible study, please like us on Facebook at Our Ladder House where you can also find upcoming events and daily inspirations. Feel free to email, even write us with questions, concerns that you may have. Maybe you have a subject that you want pastor to teach on, or you may just want to say hello and how you are enjoying and benefits from the network. Our email address is thelhwork at gmail.com. We thank God for for giving Dr. Carter the vision, and the vision is to restore virtue to a society that is barren of spiritual and moral excellence. We believe that as we link with individuals, associations, and corporations, that we will effectively build a network of kingdom advancers and entrepreneurs. Manufacturing works globally that will be stable.
stations of empowerment through media, technology, and other creative platforms in a traditional and non-traditional settings. He believes we will effectively reach a multi-ethnic, multicultural generation and see that allows us the privilege to advance this cause across the nation by connecting purposes. Again, we thank God for Dr. Uh, Carter and the vision for this great network. We have been asked to see um, into the ministry $40 uh, at the present time, or it's uh, $20 a week. Uh, whichever God leads on your heart to uh, sow to the seed. And you can find out how to do that by contacting us at um, thelhwork at gmail.com, and someone will be more than happy to get you that information on how to seed into the ministry, to sow into the ministry, and also answer any questions you may have. Uh, if you are making out checks, make sure you are making them out to the Ladder House Network. Uh, we, like we are on Monday through Friday, as I said, to give you all the information and uh, just be be glad to have you. Tonight, um, first of all, we're going to read a scripture that says, um, I'm coming from James 3. First of all, let me get these glasses right. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every ill, evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure, being peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of excuse me, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Then I'd like to skip to um, chapter 4, verse 7. It says, Submit yourselves. Then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, your, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wait. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. I've read to you uh, verses um, chapter 3 of James, verses um, 12, 13 through 17, and then chapter 4, 7, and 8. 
May God have a blessing to the readers and hearers of his holy word. Tonight, I come, dear Father, asking and thanking you for this day. Gracious Master, we just thank you for being with us all day long, for taking us to and fro, giving us peace of mind, peace of heart, and, and kindness to, toward others. Gracious Master, we ask a special blessing tonight on those that are coming on the line tonight to hear a word from you. We ask that you just keep our, open up our hearts, our minds, and our eyes to what you have to tell us tonight. Father, be with us. Stand by us, lead us, and guide us in all our ways, and make sure that we acknowledge you in everything that we do. Father, we ask a special blessing on the man who's going to bring the word tonight. We ask that you cover him from head to toe. God, we ask that you give him peace of mind, of heart, and continue to watch over him and his family, dear God. Help him to be the man that you have him to be, the one that you have anointed, dear God. Bless in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask a blessing on all those that are listening tonight, and may they receive what you have for them to receive. We thank you, we honor you, and we give all our honor and trust to you tonight, dear God. Please be continue to keep us as we go to and fro, and as we uh, rest tonight, protect us from all the weapons that may form against us, dear God. Keep us in your peace and your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight, we're going to open up the floor and see if there's anybody that would like to read the pastoral prayer. The floor is open for anyone who would like to read the pastoral prayer. Good evening. This is Shanine. Good evening, Shanine. I shall read that for you. Thank you. We thank you, Father, for your man, Dr. Shelton D. Carter, and the Ladder House Vision. We thank you, Father, that you have predestined him to restore virtue in a society barren of spiritual and moral excellence. We thank you, Father, for directing his steps and giving him a spirit of excellence. Continue to give him a hearing ear to teach and speak the written and revealed word of God to your people. Circumcise his ear for your glory and good pleasure. We declare and decree that no external or internal weapons formed against him prosper. Every emotional, physical, psychological, financial, or spiritual weapon formed against him are destroyed. Your word declares that whoever wars against him, that you war against them. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. Therefore, through prayer, praise, worship, prophetic declaration, and every weapon you supplied us with through your Holy Spirit, we declare our pastor free to serve in the beauty of holiness. Every argument against him we bring down into the captivity and obedience of Christ. For we pull down every stronghold, every high thing that attempts to exalt itself above the knowledge of God concerning Dr. Shelton D. Carter. On behalf of your son and our pastor, we come against every obstacle of pride that keeps the people of God from intimately knowing you. Every rebellious thought we bring into the subjection of the Lordship of Christ Jesus. Every internal enemy that comes to scatter the flock, seeking to make self-disciples amongst the congregation, we declare illegal. We speak that your anointing destroys every yoke in his life, over his children's life, his family, and ministry. We declare and decree by the anointing of the Spirit of God that all plans, alliances, strategies, demonic forces, false, evil, and selfish motives are exposed and that every hindrance be removed, every witch 
warlock, soothsayer, both spiritual and natural, be removed off the Dr. Carter and therefore its power broken. Pastor is free from all yokes of bondage, fear, poverty, generational and demonic curses. We resist every spirit that acts as a gatekeeper to his soul. We renounce any further associations passed down from generation to generation, biologically, psychologically, physiologically, spiritually, or any unknown force that comes against him. We, the people of God, declare him blessed, and therefore we communicate in all good things concerning him according to Galatians 6 and 6. Therefore, we make holy garments for your man according to your word and commandment for glory and beauty. We, your people, declare Dr. Shelton D. Carter blessed and abundantly supplied in Jesus' name. All praise, glory, dominion, and power to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, uh, Shanine, for reading our pastoral prayer. And remember, if you need a copy of that pastoral prayer, you can contact the LH Network <clears throat> at gmail.com, and someone can get that to you. Um, I'm sure that... Um, the the uh, administrative people can uh, get that to you as soon as you request it. So go ahead and request your copy if you don't have one um, available to you. Uh, so we're going to ask that you take the time right now to um, say hello and tell us where you're calling from or give us an up-to-date report on uh, the things that are hap- happening in your life or just uh, what you want to share with us tonight. So uh, go ahead, and the floor is open. Well, good evening again. This is Shanine. I'm calling in from El Segundo, California. I thank God for just being in obedience and walking in my authority and understand understanding that I am uh, significantly in charge. Nothing happens without my permission, and that I understand my my position in this whole matter, that I'm understanding and, and learning my word, and that I'm understanding that it's important for me to speak it, and not just speak anything, but speak that in which the man of God has given us to declare. And I thank God for that. I thank God that I'm in control, and I don't have to wait and rely on other people to do things on my behalf. I have that authority, and I'm taking that authority on a daily basis. Amen, amen. You you, uh, you just delved into my question for tonight. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shanine, for opening that door, um, for just giving us your recap of what Pastor Carter has been talking about the last couple of days, um, last couple of times he's been on. Um uh, about uh, next level living, um, he explained to us today that uh, and yesterday that we are significantly in charge. We have to accept that and go with that and walk in it. Uh, first, we will seek the kingdom of God, and then we can be still and um, and we have to have discipline in what we do in order to be significantly in charge. But I love the fact that we have the power to be in charge. We have the authority to be in charge. 
we make our own destiny. We make our own ways in life. And uh, like the scripture that I read, that uh, if we fl- if we deny the devil and resist him, he will flee. And that's one of our um, charges that we can do. We can be. We can flee. We can make the devil flee. We can think. We can command our day because uh, what we do is when we start each morning, since we are significantly in charge, we can command our day. I like that. I I receive that in the name of Jesus because we can't allow things to happen to us that we don't want to happen to us. We don't have to go with every uh, flow of the day. We can change the flow by being positive, by being disciplined, by being in the Word of God. We have that choice, and it it was given to us by God. So, uh, and also with those angels that are surround us each day, they help us to be in charge. God gives them to us to help us to call on, and also the Holy Spirit that lives within us helps us and guides us. So we have a lot of ways that that help us to be significantly in charge. Uh, would anybody else like to uh, comment on uh, what we've been learning in the last couple of days? That was my little taxi because I don't get to say anything in the morning, but I want uh, our sisters and brothers to know that I am listening. I am taking notes, and uh, I love the teaching of Dr. Carter, and I've learned a whole lot, too, uh, as Shanine said, that it's, we got the power. We have the power. So uh, does anybody else want to say anything? The floor is open. I just like to say good evening to everyone. This is Sister C calling in from Dallas and uh and ditto to everything that's been said because I do have the power to say ditto. Amen. We we but got I, power, I, don't we? <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 I, yes, I agree and I, I must say that uh I, I just just having that power and just knowing that God has left us when Jesus said, I leave you with it. I leave you with my name. There's power in my name. And if you, as Pastor uh, was teaching on uh, Monday, uh, believing, speaking what you believe, and that gives you that power that makes you significantly in charge of your life. Amen. That that is so true. He's been teaching on the the power that you have over your life. You are certainly in charge of what you can allow happen. You are certainly in charge of how you are disciplined and how you ask the Lord to be with you. And uh, it just it, there's a, there are steps that we must take each and every day to help us command our day, help us to be in charge. And without that Bible and without uh, the revelation of it, we are the manifestation of it. We we won't be able to do what we need to do. So it's very important, as he tells us, to get in our word, like he has us studying the Proverbs now for uh, 30 days, like he's giving us, uh, asking us to reveal to him what the Lord has given us through our uh, study time or just share new scriptures every day to be 
uh, one accord with each other and just and share with each other what we're learning because sometimes we don't get it, but if somebody comes back and say something that he has said, maybe we can see it or hear it in a different light, but it's the same thing that he's saying to us. Maybe we can help explain to them what he's trying to convey. So it is good for us to share. It is good for us to get in our word. It is good for us to go forward in what he's teaching us because it is his job. It is the preacher's job. So um, to help us understand and to help us uh, get through these these trying times and learn all about what God has for us to uh, learn through our teacher, preacher, Dr. Carter, um, I see that there are other family members that have come to the line. Is, is there's anyone else that would like to um, express themselves tonight or share with us something they've gotten to this week or uh, any other week or during the day they had a wonderful day that they would like to share? The floor is open to you. Uh, Sister Lewis, again, this is uh, Sister C. Is there something that you just said that Pastor touched on this morning about uh when when what he brings us if you know uh when we're in other places or things that God will give us uh confirmation more or less. Uh and, and that's even with the psalm uh, uh with the proverbs, I was in a class, a uh, a business class and that was one of the instructions from the instructor was to read the Proverbs, and his thing was read Proverbs forever. He said, you teach a child that you don't stop teaching your child. And Proverbs is that, like, teaching. And it's something for him to come back and say, read the Proverbs. And he talked about that. Uh, you hear it once, you hear it twice. It's like that confirmation that, you know, of those things. That, and so we have to pay attention to what is being said. And when we are in the presence of God and presence of God's teachers and preachers, to have though, even that confirmation to know and have that discernment that, to know, okay, this is something I might I must I may need to pay attention to because I'm hearing it and I'm hearing it and I'm hearing it and sometimes that's how God is speaking to us through our uh, teachers and and I, I thank God for Pastor Carter because he is teaching us how to hear from God how to recognize and how to get a, a understanding when God is the blessing that he is putting before us, how to just know that we are so blessed and how, how to use what it is that God has given us. Amen. Yes, I, just, I echo that. I ditto that. I agree with that, that uh, he is teaching us how to hear from God, teaching us how to know when he is speaking to us. Uh, I used to have trouble with that. Uh, sometimes I still do because I'm a matter-of-a-fact person. Uh, you know, I used to say, God, you got for me to get this, you got to come and stand right in front of me and tell me that. But he has acknowledged that to me that it's, it's the Holy Spirit that comes and the angels that comes and talks to me and tell me and give me the wisdom that I need uh, to understand and hear from God and uh, about those tongues here he was discussing also. So um, 
it's just a wonderful thing that, uh, and we're so happy that he is teaching and we're learning and absorbing. Uh, I've told him I've learned how to listen and not just hear. So, and also I'm combining those two and trying to get all that I can get out of his teachings. So, um, I'm going to. I see that he is online, and I'm going to ask him if he's ready to uh, present the lesson for tonight. Dr. Carter, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, I am. Well, the floor is yours, sir. <laughs> can, can you hear me well? All right. Well, you can see I'm muted. Very well. I wanted to say uh, God bless your heart and all your parts. Man, I know we don't have long, and so, but I'm sure whatever it is that the Lord wants to say to us is strong. Um, I'm, actually, I got caught up in the uh, conversation and listening to you all and uh, actually being blessed by what I'm hearing. Um, uh, with just one insert, I'd like to say that God, the Holy Spirit is our teacher, and he is the one teaching us, amen, through us. I'm yielded and available, and that's why he uses me. But it is he that is doing it. And so anything that is uh, praiseworthy or edifying, encouraging, that is the Holy Spirit. And so let's uh, take a man to time out just a few seconds, amen, to give God praise for the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, bless God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you for us, informing us, and equipping us, and keeping us. We thank you, Father, for revealing your word to us and revealing yourself to us. Just thank pulling you. the covers back out of our off of our eyes, and therefore we are seeing as you see and knowing as you know and saying what you say, Lord. And we want to say thank you and we bless you and give you all praise, glory, and honor. Lord, again, I'm totally committed and submitted to your will, spirit, soul, and body. I am here to do your will, Father. And so you be exalted in the midst of your people on today, I pray. And I thank you all at the same time. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. 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 Just in reference to what you all were saying, and this is not the lesson, so you can stay unmuted because I may ask you some questions. I'm sure I will. But um, in, in reference to what you all were saying, um, tonight, I want somebody, amen, if you would, turn to Psalms 119, and then somebody else turn to Matthew 18, amen, Psalms 119, and someone else turns to Matthew 18, amen, to God be the glory. Amen. Psalms 118, 119. Amen. And uh, who do I have? Do I have a volunteer for that scripture? Yes, Matthew. Which one? I have Matthew 18. All right. I'm looking for Psalms 119. Somebody I got that one. And uh, you could take Psalms. I mean, you could take Matthew 18. Someone else take Psalms 119, if you would. Which verse? Uh, 
Okay. Okay, if you repeat that Psalm 119, verse 89. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Amen. She said, your word is settled in the heavens. And someone would read verse Matthew 18, verse number 16. Um, but if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Now, he said by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word would be established. Now, literally what they're talking about in Matthew 18 is um, how, how things were ruled or brought into uh, law. And so you can be convicted, amen, of anything that so if you had two or three witnesses that said you did it. And so whether or not you did it or not, if there were two or three witness or evidence that uh, said you did it, you could be charged, amen, for the penalty of what it is that you were facing. However, if one of those witnesses came about that was un- not credible, then, of course, not only would that one that was being condemned be acquitted, but the one that was not credible would be, be con- could be convicted. And so the principle itself was the power of two. The power of two. The power of two, uh, which is literally a principle of agreement, if you would. Agreement uh, is the word uh, symphoneo. Symphoneo. Matter of fact, uh, the scripture, well, let's look, look at it. Uh, to, uh, where do I want to go? I think I want to go to Matthew 18. Matthew 18, uh, um, Matthew 18 speaks, it says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, verse 20, he says, I am there in the midst. Now, notice what he says. He says, if two of you are there in my name, and this has been a somewhat of a cop-out scripture for small services or when not many people are around and people automatically excuse the service and go, um, you know, where two or three are gathered in my name, you know, God is here. And that is not actually true because what they're saying is if two or three is there, then God is there. And that's not true. The, 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 the promise is, is upon if you would gather in his name. The word name there is Noma. It means his nature, his character, and his authority. He says, if you gather in my nature, if I got two people with my nature, not just two people present, I've had two people present, I've had 200 people present, I've had 2,000 people present, but just because 2,220 people are present doesn't mean that God is in the room. He says, if I can find two or three people that know how to come in the character of who I am, in the dominion of my grace, in the fluidity of my existence, if I can get two people who actually know who I am with expectation for me to be all of who I am as your God, he said, I'll be in the midst then. In other words, when you bring your expectation to the table along with somebody else's expectation of the, to the table in the character of the Savior, he says, I'll be in the midst. Likewise, there's a, 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 a misleading where we say that if, uh, if, if two of us touch, as a, touch, touch and agree, 
that God is going to bless us because we're touching and agreeing. And so people come to Christian circles and they join hands and they believe because they're joining hands that God is dwelling amongst them and God is not dwelling amongst you because two hands are touching. God does not dwell amongst us just because your flesh is bumping against somebody else's flesh. That is not how God moves unless you are in the nature and the character of who he is. In other words, you cannot call yourself in agreement while simultaneously you are slickly and slyly backstabbing one another. Now, why do I address this? I address this because in a lot of our uh, 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 urban circles, you have a lot of brokenness in your church and a lot of bitterness in your church and a lot of broken people come to church, amen, but they're so broken they can't be together even if, even if you click them together, if you snap them together like a button. These people, amen, are broken, and so they have to be healed so that they can be an individual that represents Christ in such a way that when that individual shows up to the service, that that individual is contributing to the power of God showing up in the room because they are healed enough to, to be a source or a point of contact that God will utilize their faith. You want to be at the point where God can use your faith. You don't want to just be another person sitting on the pew. You want to be there available and ready for whatever God wants to do, how he wants to do, and when he wants to do it. That even if he don't heal you that day, that somebody can get healed because you are cooperating in the spirit. Let's look at Luke, if you would. Luke, amen. Uh, and I think it's the, the, the 17th chapter uh, of Luke. And again, this is not my lesson tonight, but I think it's imperative and important to, to show you this principle of truth. Luke 17. I'm sorry, Luke 5, verse 17. My bad. Luke 5, verse 17. Who are my unmuted callers tonight? Amen. All right. Since Carolyn is one, I'm asking who? You want me to read? Now it happened on a third day. Wait a minute, baby. Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) <laughs> all right, amen. So, uh, all right, let's, let's jump into it. Luke, Luke, you can be my uh, call and response person tonight, amen. But in the future, I'm asking Sister Lewis and Shanine if you all would select me two to three people, amen, that will volunteer weekly to be our unmuted callers, amen, so that we can have this wonderful dialogue with the Spirit. Luke 5, verse 17, if you would read that, Sister Steve. Okay, Luke uh, 5, 17. Now yes. it happened on a certain day. As he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Keep going. Then behold, then behold, brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lie before him, and when they came, not. When they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up to the housetop and let him down with his bed through the chilling of the mist before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, 
Who is this who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your thoughts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, take your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things happen today. (laughs) <laughs> amen 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 How would you all like to go to a service Amen When you see strange things happen I, Matter of fact Let me ask a question When was the last time you've been to a service That something strange <laughs> right. happened it yeah. When was the last time you went to a service And something actually made you scratch your head And wonder mm about the wonders and the amazement of God's authority, power, promise, and manifestation in a building. Let me show you how we walk in that level. I am uh, preparing us uh, for something that God has given me called next-level living, next-level living, getting us to the next level and living life with your head up, living life with your head above the cloud, living life, amen, with resurrected thinking. Well, your thinking is elevated, elevated. it's an elevated consciousness. It's not a lower thinker. It's not thinking down. It's not talking down. But I talk up, so I walk up, and I walk tall with my chest out, and I'm proud, amen, because I know God is before me. And if God is before me, then who can be against me? Because what I just found out out of the psalm was that his word concerning my life is already settled in the heavens. But then according to Sister Lacey, he says that, she says, that unless there are two or three witnesses, that there cannot be an established word in my life. Going somewhere. Because we're talking about next level living. Watch me here. The, the Bible says here that they see strange things today. And they saw strange things today uh, that started, amen, in the temple. And the Bible says that after this man was healed, and he went back to his house and he glorified God in his living. This is what it's about. It's, you don't get glory when it just goes down in your church building. But you get glory, God gets glory, when you take that anointing and that increase in power that's on your life that you receive in that service, and you take it and you glorify God with your lifestyle. Okay? Now, the, 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 in order for your lifestyle to match up with God's promise, or his settled word concerning you. You must, number one, establish the fact that he wants me blessed. You must establish it. You must establish the fact that God wants to take me from this service better than what I was when I came to the service. You must settle that in your heart so that you would come to the point that if there is, if I am not getting better, and if I'm only getting better, bitter, then I might not be receiving what I need to receive, or I might not be in the posture position that I need to be in. And I say it all the time that sometimes you can receive a dangerous word. A dangerous word is a word that comes to you divinely 
that is purposed to change you, but if you're not available for change, but yet you have received this information and yet you won't move in the information you're receiving, it's almost better for you not to have it than to have it and not use it because you become accountable to the information that you possess. Are you here this evening? I want you to see something here. She began to read at uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 17, and she said that on a certain day that the Pharisees and the doctors of the law were all there. And the Bible says they were all there on this certain day sitting in this particular service, and the Bible says that the power of God was present to heal them, and then they brought in this man who came into the rooftop, and he received this healing from Christ. Now, let's look at what happened, amen, at, 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 at during this instance. The Bible says that here in, um, uh, well, let me see, in verse 17, he said, Behold, they brought in a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought to bring him in and to lay him before him. Before him, I love that scripture says that. And when they could not find a way that they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up on the housetop and they let him down through the tilling with, with his couch in the midst of before Jesus. And when they and when he, <laughs> I love that. And when he saw their faith, and there is lowercase, it should be uppercase because we're talking not just about Jesus, but we're talking about the anointing of Christ who got the work done. Because remember, Jesus only healed because. He was anointed, not because he was Jesus. Remember, if he was healing people because he was Jesus, then he would have been healing people before he received that anointing after coming out of the wilderness in Luke chapter 4 after being baptized by John at the age of 30. And so Jesus now, amen, is anointed by God, and that anointing is going to work. Matter of fact, Acts chapter 10 said that Jesus went about healing and doing good to men because God had anointed him. God had anointed him. He was anointed. Now, he was not anointed as the son of God. He was anointed as the son of man, as you and I are. So he's the son of man, anointed by God, carrying this divine thing on this human flesh. Safely to say, there's this divine thing on human behavior. There's this divine thing on flawed entities. But yet God's purpose is to use the flawed until they come up to the level of the perfection that he has settled concerning his word over their life that's in the heavens. In the heavens, I am not a work in progress. I am not a work under construction. I am a finished work in the heavens. Somebody needs to lay hands on yourself and say, I am finished in the heavens. I am a finished work. I am integrable. I have a good name. I got good rapport. I am rich and abundantly supplied. I got all my needs met according to his riches and glory. I'm all of that some more and the bag and the chips and the, and the counter. I am everything, amen, that I hope to be, expect to be, and could be. I am already it. The issue is I'm trying to come into the level of the thing that I have already been made, but I'm having a hard time in the way. So if I am already healed, then it is safe to say that this man in Luke 5:17 was already healed. But Jesus was not there to heal the physical need, but yet in the dialogue and, and the conversation between the Pharisees was this. They were questioning why not, not that he healed, but their rules got in the way and said, why would you heal 
on the Sabbath day. So they wasn't concerned about this man's healing as much as they were the protocol. And I don't know if you've ever been a part of that type of ministry where people are so concerned about the protocol, but they have, they have ushered out the presence of God opposed to ushering in the presence of God. And if you're going to walk in the anointing of Jesus Christ, you got to know how to move when he moves. And you got to know what causes him to move. The scripture says here in verse 17 that there was a certain day. Is that not right, Sister Carolyn? Unmuted callers mean stay unmuted. Hello? Yes, yes. All right, so look at here in verse 17. He says, on a certain day, is that not correct? Yes. Yes, sir. What is on certain you day, will yes. that verse for me. Now, it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, uh-huh. and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Stop. The power was present, and it was present to do what? Heal them. To heal. heal them. The mm-hmm. point is this. They were not just the power of God's presence. Watch it. See, there is a tangible part of God's presence and power that actually comes into a room when people get on one accord or gather in his name, which was evident in the activity of the men that lifted this man up, cut the rooftop off, and dropped him right dab smack in the presence of the anointed one and his anointing. And this man got healed, correct? Yes. But guess what? He wasn't even there to heal the the Mm. man or the paralyzed Mm. man because the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And the last time I checked in English Lit was that the pronoun modifies the noun. And in this case, that we would be speaking of the Pharisees and the doctors Mm -hmm. of the law. So the power of God's presence was there to heal their terminal disease, which was the infection in their mind. Well, okay. I can teach and I can preach and I can share revelation and truth from heaven for the rest of my days. But if you are there and you are not present to be present along with the Holy Spirit, then you will always come believing that the word that came forth was was for somebody else. No, the word wasn't for nobody else. The word is always for you. Mm -hmm. There is always something in that word you can find for you. Mm -hmm. The power of the Lord was there, and he was there to heal the doctors of the law and the Pharisees, but they were so religious. That they couldn't get it And so they were so religious they couldn't get it And in their religion they began to question now The people that were growing Question now the people that were increasing They were beginning to question now And they say they say, Well is it lawful for you to do it like this In other words it's not that you didn't heal them But did you do it the way that our law says you should do it? Hmm. 
And Jesus, as you know, was a revolutionary. He was the one coming and changing and breaking laws. He said, I don't care if it was the seventh day or the first day. Look, God wants to heal, and God is going to heal. Matter of fact, his healing power was present, but it was there to free them of their religion. And he says to the Pharisees, he said, which is, he he says, he, (laughs) he said, which is easier to say, thy sins be forgiven or rise up and walk? In other words, the same power that was there to save mm-hmm. was there, there to heal. Amen. But because we have um, determined how God is going to move in our life, mm-hmm. we have isolated God out and educated God out of moving in our life, and that's why we'll never see anything strange, marvelous, uh-huh. or miraculous. Because we're not available for him to move the way he wants to move, but yet we want him to move the way we want him to move. So, God, we can receive it you if they follow our protocol, but if you go against our protocol, then we must disqualify you from our service. Y'all don't want to hear this. (laughs) See, what happens, hallelujah, if the preacher came and preached the sermon before they did the praise and worship? Mm, Somebody would step out the crowd and say, uh, brother pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait a minute, brother pastor. You didn't take communion last month. I know that. Well, you Mm. broke protocol. I know that. Right. I'm not here for protocol. I am here to please God. Amen. Amen. Traditionally or religiously, I move when he moves just like that. But if he don't move, I don't move. See, I can be doing it out of practice and policy, but yet you don't get the person nor the present, and therefore you don't get the power, and yet you stay the same. But I am after seeing strange things today. <laughs> and if God mm-hmm. is going to do Amen. anything strange, he is gonna, he's interested in doing amongst a bunch of strange folks. And you know I got enough strange people on this line right now. The scripture okay. calls them yes. peculiar people. Peculiar people, chosen people. He calls them a chosen generation. Yes, they're a little different. Yes, yes. You know you're different. How you know you're different? Because you're hearing voices. (laughs) (laughs) You need to tell somebody in your house or otherwise, guess what, y'all? I'm a little different. I hear voices. I'm out of my mind. I don't even got my mind no more. Matter of fact, I don't need my mind because I let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. And the last time I talked, it's only crazy folks that talk to trees. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Crazy folks talk to trees, man. Uh Talk about no one eat from you here nor after. That's crazy talk. Crazy folk talk to graves and tell them, rise up and walk. Crazy folk do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nudge your neighbor I've been crazy all my life <laughs> I've been out of my mind all my life I've been a little different all my life And today I'm looking for something strange As a matter of fact If nothing strange happened in my life I'm not sure if I'm really me anymore I'm used to strange now I need a little strange in my life As a matter of fact I'm so tired of boring Mundane Traditional Regular, mm. all the time the same. Can somebody bring me something different at any time in life? Can we try it different one time? Man. 
we have seen strange things today. Yeah. He said, he said, but that you may know. That you may know what? That the, that the Son of Man has power to yeah. forgive sin. Wait a minute. Mm. Because my sin only affects me in the earth realm. And if I don't get my sin, my guilt, my shame dealt with, then mm-hmm. I can I can't do two things. I can't get home because mm-hmm. I can't ride. Oh. And so he says, once you realize that your sin is forgiven, then you will find home because you will ride. To ride, mm-hmm. you will change position and walk now. I've been mm-hmm. lying here long enough, but now since I've had my mind minister to. Now, since I've got ministered to in my intellect, in my faith, now I am doing stuff that they said I couldn't do. And matter of fact, he's using people that are unexpected. Yes, we have seen strange today, things today, because if I got to cut the rooftop out and be lowered down, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, and I do not care what people think no more. Aren't you ready to be free from people tripping off of you because you shout so loud, because you yes. dance so long, because you run yes. around the church, and they sitting over there yes. wanting you to be quiet, wanting you mm-hmm. to shut up, and you're saying, no, baby, you don't understand no. that if it had not been for the Lord on my yes. side, I wouldn't even be in this church. If it wasn't for God doing me what he did to me, I wouldn't even be here. I wasn't even supposed to be in the service. Matter of fact, the elite people in the church, the stuck-up folk in the church, the ones that thought they were all of that and some more, they reserved for nor kept me any seat or place in the church. But you know what, honey? I wasn't there for them in the first place. So, therefore, I didn't care what they thought about me coming through the rooftop. I came to get my blessing. And, therefore, if I got to cut the rooftop off, you better look for it. Because, remember, I'm a little strange. I'm a little strange. If I got to drag my car through the walls of the church and park in in the pulpit, I'm a little strange. I'm after my blessing. Anybody out there in Ladder House land after their blessing, that yes, no matter Lord. what it takes to get it, you willing Amen. to do it, and you're willing to do it because you understand that God has settled a word over your life, and you are oh, not yes. willing to relent or quit until you see it come to pass. Amen. And if you waiting on shy, do if you waiting on stuck up, sadity, snooty, and quiet, you got the wrong one. You got the got wrong one. one. I'm a strange yep. one looking for strange things every day, all day. Yes, it is a strange thing for me to be without all this time. And then all of a sudden, God clicks his heel, and I end up a multimillionaire. Yes, baby, Woo! I've yes. seen strange things today. I've been sick, and I've been having this problem in my leg for all these years, and yet I'm telling people I'm thinking about going running again. I'm thinking about jogging again, and yes, there ain't no way you can do that. And then one day they look up, and you halfway, almost 70, and they watching you run again. Amen. I don't understand. They're getting younger, not older. I've seen strange things today. They were supposed to be put out a long time ago, but yet they're still standing. I've seen strange things today. Let me tell you something. If you don't expect strange, you'll never have strange. Amen. If you don't expect different, if you don't expect extraordinary, you'll never have extraordinary. Because extraordinary in itself means to be extra. 
ordinary. Yeah. You need to tell your people in your house, baby, I'm extra. <laughs> I'm, I'm extra. extra. <laughs> I'm extra. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm extra. My man of God is strange. The people I fellowship yeah, are yeah. different. Man, we all over the place. We crazy as a vegetable. Pray for us. Because we come through rooftops. We come through rooftops. We come through rooftops. Y'all waiting on the choir to process in. We dropping through the sky. Dropping down. <laughs> Matter of fact, we decided we're going to flip the circle and we're going to come from beneath the floor. We've seen strange yeah. things today. Rise up. Strange things today. Strange things Thank today. You. Strange Thank things you. today. Let me tell you something. That kind of people can never be comfortable being comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's why God mm. never lets you be comfortable. Yeah. Because you can't be comfortable being comfortable. Oh, wow. That's why he tells you to do something that you're not able to do in your natural ability as a mm. sign and a hope that you trust and rely in his ability. Honey, you've mm. been healed today, so you rise up and walk. Well, how will I know if I'm ever healed if I never do something that I couldn't do when I was bound? Mm. That's it. That's your key. That's your price for admission tonight is to go do something that you couldn't do when you were bound, when your esteem level was to the ground, when you were down and out. God said, get up and go do something you couldn't do before. But when you go this time, understand that the power of the Lord is not just present, but it's upon you. And when you rise up, you'll be able to pick up what what you were lying on, and you won't be a dependent anymore, but you'll be a carrier. Thank you, God. And you're going to find home, sweet home, like sweet home Alabama. You're going to find it. You're going to find your place in your promise. You're going to find yourself in your destiny. You're going to find that settled word that has been spoken of your life. You're going to find it. I ain't talking to everybody. I'm talking to strange people tonight. I ain't talking to everybody. I'm talking to peculiar people tonight, the peculiar ones, different, little outbound people. People that come to church on roller skates. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, roller skating the church? Could you imagine that? That everybody mm. in the church is roller skating around the, around the, around the offering plate. Why? Because mm-hmm. God said it. Well, that don't make no sense. We know. We used to live in life in a way that don't don't make sense. We speak to trees yeah. again. We talk to rocks. We mm. speak to the heavens. We command the yeah. angels. We a little strange. At least that's what they say. Yeah. At least that's what they say. They say you're a little strange. Somebody would say, I concur, man of God. I'm a little strange. <laughs> isn't it better? Isn't it more liberating? Isn't it, isn't it freer? Isn't it more looser when you live life a little strange, a little daring, a little risque? <laughs> isn't it that where you get? Play where you have to depend now and trust, rely totally on God Himself and His Word. Mm. Man, I love being in this place. We have seen strange things today. Looking for people that's looking for something strange this week to show up. Strange yeah. things today. Great things today. 
we have seen strange things today. He's, the principle's here. Sister Lacey read in Matthew 18, she says that let every word be established by two or three witnesses. This is why Jesus did not go and perform miracles his, uh, when, just because he was Jesus. He had to first allow him being the living word to have the word established. And so that's why he asked the question, who do men say that I am? And it wasn't until Peter said, thou art the Christ, that strange things started happening. Why? Because it went from thou art the Christ. And then he, 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 in another place, um, you know, people were asking always, who is he? Who is he? And he could not move in the miraculous power until there was two witnesses. The first witness was when John pointed him out and said, behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. The following one was thou art the Christ. The moment he got that second witness, he gave Peter keys to the kingdom. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father, about who I am. And because you've unlocked me, well, who did he unlock? He unlocked the word. Now you get the freedom of the usage of the power and the evidence of God's word being released and done in your life. You are not just receiving word, but God is trying to make you a word. God is trying to reveal himself through you to somebody else. So when people see you, guess what they say? We have seen strange things today. Because she wasn't like that last week this time. She wouldn't like this the other month. She wasn't like this five years ago. She, uh-uh. We have seen if she didn't cuss you out, we have seen. If if she didn't go off, if he didn't swing, we have seen strange things today. Somebody need to say, "I'm strange." Mm-hmm. I'm strange. Strange. And strange stuff is happening to me. I'm starting to believe God for stuff I would not believe for in my past. I wake up every morning with expectation and desire. Mm -hmm. I have now turned my desire into discipline and development now. And Mm -hmm. now I'm taking this development to discover my purpose. And therefore, I am willing to conquer every giant that comes my way. My talk is different now. I'm talking about going to the next level. I'm talking about elevated living. I'm talking differently now because I feel different now. Why? Because I am different. The sad part about it is I'm really not the strange one. You're strange for not wanting more. You're strange Mm. for not only not wanting more, but not having more. You're the strange one, and I'm the one. Somebody lay hands on yourself and say, God, I thank you. That you made me the one. I am one for sure. Uh, I am one for the book. I am one for the book, man. I am one for the book. I should be mad, sad, wounded, and worried, but I'm laughing and full of joy. I'm man. I'm strange. Pray for me. I'm strange. <laughs> I get up any time of the night and talk the word of God. Talk to. I'm strange. 
we've seen strange things today. But guess what? Strange people get settled words mm-hmm. in their life. A settled word is a word that is divinely spoken over you that God brings to manifestation concerning you. There is a manifestation coming your way. You are not just pressing and pushing for nothing. You are not studying, rehearsing, praying for nothing. You are applying pressure and weight in the kingdom of God and in the spirit of God where you are about to, at any moment, any day, produce that child that you have been caring for years. We being strengthened today. If you would, just imagine yourself talking to your sister or your brother online right now and just say, what's up, stranger? <laughs> mm. <laughs> what's up, stranger? <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for all your people that you call peculiar. This chosen generation of believers, this outstanding conglomeration of faith believers, water walkers, word pursuers, and searchers. I thank you, Father, for these people that praise you sporadically without no reason. I thank you, Father, for people that worship you, God, even in pain. I thank you, Father, that even when they're going through the worst times of life, they never give up hope. They never give up their faith, but they hold on to God's unchanging hand. And they never allowed the blood to lose its power. I thank you for those people. Now, Father, I am asking you especially and specifically to shower down on your people and break us forth now in the name of Jesus. Break us into our promises. Allow us to experience our increase. Allow us to know, Father, as you have said, and therefore be what you have said we are. And therefore, we receive the subtle word of our life, to hear that word that they may know it, that they may feel it, they may observe it. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, we give you the glory and we give you the honor. In Jesus' name, God bless your heart and all your parts. If there's anybody that wants to ask a question or comment on what was said tonight, you may do so. We're now out of time, but I will take one or two. Amen. If that's something you all would like, amen, the floor is open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I have a question, sir. Yes, ma'am. The statement, a subtle word, a subtle word is a word that is divinely spoken over you. Um, is that the completed statement? It was complete and it's stated. As stated, it's the divine word that's spoken, meaning something that has been said over your life in the heavens. When I say divine, of course, I'm speaking the, a, a spirit word, if you would, what, a, something outside of time and space. And so when I say it's the, it's the complete, it's that word spoken over your life, it has already been said. Um, we know that God says that my thoughts towards you are good. He also said that you are irrevocable, irreprovable. He said that you're wonderfully made. We know that that is a divine word spoken over me. So I, I don't wrestle with my esteem level no more because I accepted the fact that I am irreprovable. I'm the best that there is out there. I settle that word, and therefore I walk in the assurance of that word and therefore not cast off my confidence, and I receive what God has said about me. But then there's that revealed word where the Bible says that man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. 
And so that is the revealed word of God spoken to us as individuals. Remember, David said, your word is a lamp. Uh, into, he says, a light. He says, a lamp unto uh, my feet, but it's also a light for my path. Uh, light meaning it reveals God's illuminated word for my direction in my own specific purpose in life. It is light. It is light unto my feet. Somebody say, it is light. It is light. It is light. Unto my feet, which means that he's talk to you about your path, mm-hmm. but he's going to do it by the Spirit, your individual yeah. path. Now, all of our general walk, he says, it is a lamp unto my feet. I mean, it, it, it carries truth, but it's not the truth, which means that I got to see God on another level now so I can get the revealed word spoken over my life concerning my destiny concerning my career, my marriage, my job, my children. My yes. Which means that this is the point that Sister Know-It-All can't come and tell you what God is saying concerning you. Because <laughs> you don't know what God is saying concerning me because God is talking to me about what God is saying about me. And mm-hmm. if it is confirmed, he is confirming it through somebody that is in the spirit that has love, number one, and that receive love on the level in which a man, I, I, I can receive it on. And so, again, <coughs> watch me here. <coughs> he said, thy word is settled in the heavens. So, remember, the manifestations of the Spirit are given to each one of us for the profit of all of us. And one of those manifestations are the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge. And when you're dealing with a word of wisdom, it is different from a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is a word that talks to me specifically about me. My court. He gives me knowledge concerning specifics about what I'm dealing with. But he's given me a word that is revealed by the Spirit, a word of knowledge about specifics uh, concerning something that God has already talked to you about. And this is why you got to know what God is saying about you. So that because if you don't know what God is saying about you, there will be somebody who will be more than happy to come and tell you what they think God is saying concerning your life. And this is when you got to say, well, which is easier to say? <laughs> your sins be forgiven, arise up and walk. And then get, look mm. at Jesus. Does. Jesus turns to the one that was healed, and he said, son, I'm doing this so that you may know that I have power to forgive sins. Yeah. I'm doing this so that you would know. Look at all these people questioning your destiny. Look at all these people questioning where your route, where you're going, your determination. They're questioning. You got so many people questioning you that you're now starting to question yourself. Yeah. You're starting to question again what God already told you. What he told you about your man of God, what he told you about your ministry, what he told you about your home, what he told you about your future. Are you here tonight? You must know what he said. Know what he said and hold on fast to it. That's why you're strange, because what God said is so outstanding that people can't believe it. (laughs) So put that in your pocket and understand that, Sister Shanine, that you are so outstanding 
that people are ripply about you. They so ripply they can't believe it. <laughs> they just can't. They they can't believe it. And so the only way you're going to leave them is all is to start them in amazement. And to start them in amazement is to start talking about what God said about you. What did He say? What is He doing? What are you expecting? What's the outcome you want for your children? What is the outcome you want for your children's children? What are you expecting? It's so crazy when you say it that people say that girl's strange and she tripping. <laughs> they say you never can own an airport until you show up with your first plane. Hmm. Right. Mm. <laughs> and so expect strange because God do strange things in your life. If you're looking for normal blessings, the Lord wants you to know that he ain't talking to you tonight. He's looking for people that are willing to be his representative for the strange. So how you doing, stranger? (laughs) How the strangers doing tonight? (laughs) Man, we're just strange to people that just don't know what we know. We know something. We have something. How many times have you been in contradiction? People assuming because you were strange. They couldn't figure you out. They couldn't piece you together. They couldn't calculate you, reason you. So they came up with their own conclusion that you settled into. But somehow the power of God delivered you, brought you through the real type, and blessed you. And now you're walking and talking on your own now. And now they don't know what to do with you since they're not carrying you no more. Are you ready to live life on the next level to the point that nobody needs to carry you, but now you're carrying the stuff that used to carry you? You're carrying the people now that used to carry you? you picking up the stuff you used to lie on? Thank you. All right. The hour is late. Have a good night, you strangers, and we'll talk again in the morning. God bless your heart and all your parts. See you then. God bless. Good night, family. <laughs>